Hi, this is Naya. Welcome back. Go ahead and have a seat by the koi pond. Make sure you feed the fish. Or you can lie in the hammock. That's totally fine with me. Wherever you feel comfortable. So, faith in timing. I think I've said more than once that part of my journey is um, leaning into divine timing. I want to say my growth number in my numerology chart is a seven. And sevens have to learn not only how to take time in, but to let go of control and to surrender, understanding that some things are completely out of our control. So this one is about divine timing. I'm not going to make this one long, but I really just wanted to share how divine timing has been playing in my life um in in all aspects so (laughs) being born as a master number 11 with an 11 birth time just shows that timing is everything and understanding how things play out and why certain things have to come to pass is just a matter of faith And I'll be honest, I didn't have a lot of it. I didn't have a lot of faith before. And now when I see how things worked out and why things worked out for my highest good, it's like, wow. So little things like, um, I was traumatized. Um, I was assaulted when I was very young and That kind of put me on high alert. So not long after this event takes place, um, two young guys in my neighborhood basically tried to do it again. And thinking about the fact that I was alone the first time, and I was very much alone in that moment, but... Being able to think on my feet and go home because at this time, not only are my parents home, but my uncles are in town. So I have a house full of big black, tall black men home. And I am like, I have to get home. And, you know, go and get them and make sure that I'm safe. So gratitude for me being very intellectual, being able to use my voice, that is literally just coming up now, the fact that I use my words to get me out of that situation. I didn't fight, even though I had been trying to lift weights and things like that, I didn't fight or do anything physical. I literally use the power of my voice. So I have a Leo second house with Lilith. Being able to use my voice is important in my life and so I convinced them to take me home I lied said nobody's there cars are there but there's a cookout happening that's they're at the cookout they're like okay get home go inside those two boys outside are trying to hurt me and both all the men in the house come outside all of them come outside so divine timing because that could have happened at a time where there wasn't anybody home like the first time, but this time 
I was meant to use my voice. And I'm only in this very split second as I'm telling this story, realizing that. I ended up not going to my zoned high school. I was sent to what's called a magnet school. I don't know if they call them that anywhere, but I went to a special school for smart kids on a specialized topic. So the school I went to was health sciences and engineering. So you basically had to be really proficient in math and science to go there. And, you know, I was at this school and because I was at this school, I was availed the opportunity to volunteer in hospitals, which then allowed me to create a resume in high school with all this medical experience. So whereas my peers may have been getting their first jobs in like fast food restaurants, I was able to secure a job at a doctor's office paying me $10 an hour straight out of high school. Now, if you listen to my intro, you know that I am 42. So coming, actually technically getting a job now at $10 an hour as a first job is still a big deal. So gratitude for that. But if I had not gone through what I went through, which is what prompted my parents to want me to go to a different school, I would not have been in the position that I was in to secure said job. Me having children. When I... The job I have now, when I first got that job, I was also working at a restaurant. I had actually gone back to this restaurant to work. And while working at this restaurant, I worked a lot of hours. And I ended up quitting that job after getting a promotion at my current full-time job. Had I not quit my job, I would not have met my kid's father and thus would not have had my children because the day he and I met, I was actually scheduled to work that day. If I hadn't quit, I would have been at work. If I hadn't quit my job, I would have been at work. And because I had this undying loyalty to whatever reason I was loyal, I wouldn't have, I would every opportunity would have passed me by. I can't imagine having pregnant, high risk pregnancy and working at that job and my day job. I just can't imagine. It just would not have been a thing that happened. So things had to happen in the order in which they happened in order to bring about the events that took place. I didn't go away to college. I stayed in my hometown. Had I gone away, I may not have had the experiences that led up to meeting my soon-to-be ex and having my beautiful children, those things, they just wouldn't have happened. I, when I got my job that I have now, well, not the role, but the company, um, I came in as a level two, worked, and it was so funny in my interview, they told me, you're not even gonna understand your job in 18 months, so don't even worry about trying to think of what growth is. And I'm like, no, I'm always thinking about what growth is, I'm hungry. I'm coming to you with like 10 years of management experience. I'm not trying to stay as a, you know, front line. I'm trying to move up. And so then I had to live up to the expectations I said in my interview. So before I hit one year, I requested a promotion to level three. Showed them all I did. And 
she didn't have a whole lot. There wasn't a lot she could argue with. So I got level three before I hit one year. Six months later, I asked for level four, but she wouldn't give it to me. That's another story, but she wouldn't give it to me, which is cool because maybe within two months of that, one of the team leads got a new role. Her role was becoming available. I wasn't meant to be level four. I was supposed to go ahead and jump on up to team lead. Again, reminder that in my interview, they told me I wouldn't even understand my job for 18 months. But level four was in her hands. Team lead was not. This was a panel choice. It was not, even though it was for her team, ironically, she did not have the final say as to whether or not I would get this promotion. So I needed to be in that position to one, get the feedback she gave me so that when I implemented the feedback, no one could say, well, you don't take feedback. I did take the feedback and implemented it, which positioned me favorably to interview for this team lead role. And in spite of the fact she didn't want me to have the role, this was not her decision. This was already orchestrated and ordained for me to have this role. And this role is what allowed me to be able to quit my job at the restaurant, which then facilitated the meeting of my boyfriend at the time and thus becoming a mother. All of those things had to happen and have that in place. I have applied for manager at my job, but I haven't gotten it. And this is not for lack of skill. This is not for lack of skill, branding, or anything. I actually always get amazing, amazing feedback from interviews. So why am I not a manager? And I get that question all of the time, divine timing. The first time I applied for manager, I knew I wasn't going to get it. I applied for the role because I knew I needed to put my name out there. So this was just literally just an FYI. Like, hey, FYI. I'm interested in being a manager. Now, the second time I applied, I was actually pregnant. So divine timing, this was not the right time for me to take on a new role. I was going to be a new mother. I didn't know I was gonna be, um, have postpartum depression. These are things I did not need to have on top of trying to take on a new team and things of that nature. I was salty. Don't get me wrong, when it didn't happen, I was real, real salty about it. But looking back now, I also did not want to work for the person who would have been my boss. I did not want to work for her. I would have left the company had I had to report to her. And I'd probably just be working at the restaurant. So again, divine timing. Sometimes a roadblock in your life is protection. So another opportunity comes available, not for a manager, but it. when I read the role, it reads like it was written for who I was at the time. And I'm excited about it. Even my first interview, the person was like, you sound like a manager. Have you applied for a manager role before? And it's like, yeah, but it's not the right time. And you know, but I appreciated the compliment. That means I was doing a good job in my interviews. But then I get to the person that would be the hiring manager and I love the fact that she was transparent in the amount of travel that the role required and I was a new mommy. I wasn't trying to leave my baby. So no, 
No, this is not what we gonna do. However, I gained a mentor from the experience. I gained a mentor and a sponsor because she was so impressed by me and she also is a mother of a special needs child. Divine timing. Even the role that I'm in now, divine timing. I came back from maternity leave from having my um, rainbow baby. Um, If you hadn't listened to the previous mommy podcast, you should listen to that one. But I had him, I got back to work maybe late February. And I, the role came available um, around April. So we got a new like director who was gonna take over the team. And prior to this new role becoming available, she went and spoke to everybody. And so I ended up, you know, speaking to her, you know, gave her a little elevator speech. Um, If that's something you want to hear more about, by all means, drop me a message and I can do a podcast on that. But gave her elevator speech and I basically like, you know, impressed the socks off of her, for lack of a better way to put it. Then within a month, like this, just, just that fast, within a month, somebody who was doing the job I do or similar to the job that I do now, who'd been in the role for years, she gets a new, she gets a new role and her role's available. And as they're discussing the fact and congratulating her on this new role and that her role's coming available, my manager is instant messaging me, are you going to apply? Whoa. Then someone else messaged me, are you going to apply? Oh. Now at this time, I'm a level two and it's only maybe including me five of us that are level two. Like there just were not that many level two and I was the newest. So I'll be honest, I wasn't feeling real strong that I was gonna get chosen simply off of seniority. It's not that I didn't think I could do the job. I just felt like they're probably gonna choose someone who's been in this current role longer than I have because I got level two before I hit two years in that my team lead role. However, because of the timing and because I already had the opportunity to elevator speech the person who would be hiring me for this role, when it came to interview, my first interview happened but didn't because she felt like our first conversation was the first interview and there was nothing new she needed to learn from me. And she just wanted to know when we could schedule the second round of interviews for the project um, portion of it. And I was promoted to that role over everyone. She said she actually had no doubts initially and she was thoroughly impressed, but I had just got back from maternity leave. And now I'm in this new role that is not client facing, that is not associate facing, where I have more flexibility in my schedule and I can be with my baby more. Divine timing. Um, I did apply for another manager role that I did not get. And this was um, maybe late 2019 when I applied for this role. And I was mildly salty about it, but when I looked at where I was in at the time, I was depressed. I was on antidepressants. My marriage was not in a great place. 
And then come around the corner 2020, well, we all know what 2020 did. Did I really want to be a manager at the peak of COVID? Did I really want to be a manager trying to work from home with two small children? No. I needed to be where I am at now. And because of where I'm at now, it has allowed me to not only do my job, but also take care of my children and take my son to his therapies the way that I need to and also discover who the heck I am in the way that I need to. I'm allowed to, I'm, it's this flexibility that I have. And now when people ask me, hey, don't you want to be a, uh, no. Because the other thing is trying to decide if this is where I'm staying. Like, I don't want to take on a manager role unless I know I'm retiring from this company. For me, that is a certain level of commitment that you're going to continue to ascend. And I do not know if that's where I'm that's where I'm headed. And it might be. It might end up that's where it is. But I just, at this moment, I don't know. I don't feel like it is. And so I would be doing a disservice. So I'm going to continue to excel in the role that I'm in, especially since life normal 2019 normal is not coming back. So I got to look to see what this future normal looks like and what the best role is for me and my family and my life and my growth and my spirit and my heart. What am I passionate about and how I can facilitate growing in my passion and not having to be stressed out with regard to somebody else's escalations and all that. I don't need that. I need to be able to not have that stress. So again, divine timing, a block is just a detour. It doesn't, it's not the end of the road. It just means this path is not yours to take. There's something, there's, you need to go this other way, this other path. So I hope that you enjoyed my story on faith and timing. And hopefully this in this gives you faith in your own timing discernment in understanding why things flow easily and why they do not going through the path of least resistance in your life so that you can be aligned on a timeline of ease because that's ultimately what spirit wants is for us to be on a timeline of ease but sometimes we're hard-headed and we got to go through some stuff or sometimes we have to go through stuff to trigger that ascension in either case, all of it is divinely orchestrated and you're not making any, any mistakes. There are no mistakes made on your path. All things are for your highest good. So thank you again for listening. I hope that you will share with friends and continue to follow my journey. Have a great day. Grow with Nayef will be a weekly podcast where I discuss not only my spiritual life, but also my regular everyday life as well. I will also share what else I'm growing in my garden, including any new poetry, courses, events, and interviews with inspiring souls. My intention is for this to be a place of growth and community. Be sure to leave me a voice message. Find me on social media at Naya Shalom. Gratitude in advance for you subscribing, liking, rating, sharing, and commenting on any podcast app. Thank you.